Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. I'm Matt. And I'm Alex. And I'm Carrie. Welcome guys back to the Game Junkies podcast. Yep, you've got the entire trio today. How could this possibly go wrong? Nurple nurples. There we go. There's the example right there. I am joined, of course. I'm Matt. I'm joined by Alex and Kerry. Um, how are you guys? It's pretty shit, and it's only Monday. Yeah, we're calling on Monday, which is it's a, Alex had a bad day. It seems like. Yeah, it's been a long week and it is only Monday. I'd already given up by about half eight, but you know, we're still here. That's half eight in the morning, I would like to add. Laughs, laughs in, in three days, in three days, doing 12 hour shifts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh or cry, one of the two, isn't it? But you're, you're not here to listen to us um, talk about how tired we are after, after one day of the week. We're here to continue our look at the champions of Pokemon and we're going to be talking today about Gen 4 through 6. So who wishes to uh, start us off by talking about uh, what a lot of people will actually think is one of the best champions for one reason or another. I think it should be Alex because this is his area of expertise. Go for F. So, when I went to see my therapist the other day, and she had to remind me that Cynthia is not real. Cynthia could not hurt you. And then she kicked down the door and Cynthia could hurt us a lot. Because right now we're going to talk about Cynthia from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum. And oh boy, what a nightmare causing Elite Four champion this is. Especially if you go into the remakes which i think is the one to talk about because as you know from the what they did with the remakes is they they gave all the gym leaders all the elite four members and the champion a buff they use competitive move sets competitive items and they actually have competitive AI. Matt, when you fought Cynthia in what do you have Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl? I had Pearl. Okay, same as me then. When you fought Cynthia in this game, what did you think? What was your reaction? And did you struggle? Okay. Even though you openly admit to overleveling. I admit that I didn't overlevel for her. Um, um, I, I was about the same sort of level as her, which is about right. To answer your question directly, Zoom's not gonna like this. But what was my reaction when I faced her? Ah! Yes. <laughs> Rob's temples. My goodness. This is 
without a question or shadow of a doubt, the toughest AI competitor I have faced in any Pokemon game. Okay. Yes. To put this in exact, to put this into perspective, I'll read out her team. In this game, it's the same team as Diamond and Pearl. The only difference is items and move sets. But she starts off with a Spirit Tomb, which is uh, max HP in EVs and max special attack in EVs. And it has Shadow Ball, Dark Pulse, Psychic, and Sucker Punch. And to top that off, it has a Quiet, which is a. I'm pretty sure Quiet is a special defense boost in nature. And it holds a citrus berry to recover one third of its health once it reaches 50% or lower. Follow that up with a Rose Raid that has poison points. So if it's hit by a physical move, it's I believe it's a 33% chance of being poisoned. Right, it has dazzling. Yeah, it has dazzling, dazzling gleam, shadow ball, sludge bomb, and energy ball. Its timid nature has max speed EVs and max special attack EVs, as well as an expert belt, which increases the power of super effective moves by 10%. She has a Gastrodon with Storm Drain, which means if it's hit by a water type attack, it heals itself. So it has Storm Drain, Scald, Earthquake, Sludge Bomb, and Rock Tomb. It has a defensive nature with leftovers to heal at every turn. Then she has a timid Lucario, same setup as Rose Raid with the EVs in speed and special attack. It has Aura Sphere, Dragon Pulse, Flash Cannon, and Nasty Plot. And just so if you didn't know, Nasty Plot sharply raises your special attack. Yeah. And it has Wise Glasses. Which, which boosts special type attacks. Mm-hmm. The next Pokemon, which took me on my first playthrough, because I the only Pokemon I had super effective against my Lotic was Torterra and Patrisu. Torterra obviously has ground, so it is a little bit weak to um, water anyway. And Patrisu, while it's bulky, it doesn't have high attack. But this is a Marvel scale flame orb Milotic with a defense with EVs in defense. Marvel scale, if it takes on a status condition, either being burnt, poisoned, or burnt, poisoned, what's the other one? Paralyzed. Its defense stat doubles. It has recover, ice beam. Scold and Miracope. So if you hit it, it it reflects the attack back at you and deals double the damage you dealt to it. Lovely. And lastly, we have a Garchomp. Max attack, max speed, jolly nature to increase its speed further. Jolly. It has rough skin to deal damage to you every single turn if it you use a physical attack it has dragon claw earthquake sword stance to sharply raise its um regular attack 
And if you think you can deal with Garchomp with a fairy type, guess what? It has Poison Jab. If you go in with a Weavile to Ice Shard it, it also carries a Yachi Berry, which which nerfs the damage taken from the first ice type attack to hit it. So Yeah, that is the team. That is a team that's been built by 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 someone who battles. This team is the the people who built this game, who play, made this game, is completely separate to Game Freak. And I think mm. And uh, for the longest of time, people have said how easy Pokemon's become. So I think the company who developed this game, or this remake, really did take that into account when they built this Elite Four and all the gym leaders. Because the gym leaders have items in competitive natures and items. It's nuts. I love it. But because it's actually a challenge. But... Because you don't expect it, and they never said anything about it, it completely throws you off guard. Oh, God. What, what do you think about that, Kerry? Just reading out that team with those items, those movesets, and EVs all over the place. Sorry, I wasn't sure if I was unmuted for a second there. You're good. <clears throat> um, in a word, ah, but like in block capitals, we've learned if you scream, Zoom doesn't pick it up. Yeah. Uh, to put it in a s- another simple way, I guess, this looks like the sort of team Alex would present me with. Like, this is what I'm using against Matt. I'm going to thrash him. Matt is currently being very cute. Hello, honey bun! That's it! Hi, sweetie! Hi, Chris! <laughs> what a fine evening, my darling! <laughs> Behave it! Get on with it! I'm it's sorry, that... it's just funny that one time. It is, it is the sort of team which Alex would present to, to kick my ass with, for sure. That Maratic uh-huh. particularly can rot in fucking hell. Yes, yeah, so I. It took. I will just say the difference is when I want to kick your ass, I bring small, tiny Pokemon like Morpeko or a Galarian Corsola. And you hate me for it. My camera's broken, so you can't like see me imitating the shit eating grin. Alex, I love you, but it's just part of your personality. It is. It really is. It's I like competitive of... Pokemon. Don't I we haven't all? done it since. I haven't done competitive since Sword and Shield, and I miss it. It's Sword a fan- and Shield, which came out a year and a half ago. Longer than that, man. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah, Sword and Shield's like three years old, basically. Is it? Is it? Sword and Shield, three years? Five years? No, 2019. Jesus wept. I just, I. Is it one, because we've had one Poke- is it because we have Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond in between there? Probably yeah. what, that's why it feels yeah, so Yeah, that's long. what threw it off. But to just to quickly thing, go back quickly. Yes. Obviously, when you rematch a, an Elite Four, the levels tend to go up by 10 yeah. levels. 
in this game, you can rematch them a second time afterwards and they jump into the 80s. Her highest being Garchomp at level 88 through the second run through. And this team actually changes slightly. Three of the Pokemon change. She keeps the she keeps a Spirit Tomb, she keeps a Milotic, and she keeps a Garchomp. She does keep the Lucario, but it becomes a physical attacker rather than a special attacker. So it gets close combat, Meteor Mash, Extreme Speed, and Earthquake. On top of this, it gets a Focus Sash, so you can't one-shot it. And it comes with the ability Inner Focus, which means it can't be flinched. She has a Porygon C with adaptability, which increases the power of normal type attacks. It has an Expert Belt to boost its special attack, no, to boost its super effective hits. And it has a Timid Nature and EVs in speed and special attack. It has Thunderbolt, Ice Beam, Shadow Ball, and Hyper Beam. Bearing in mind that Hyper Beam's already boosted by, I think it's 30%. Plus yeah. another 10% from the Expert Bell, which makes it around a power level of 190. He will take. Yeah. And lastly, I... And I know this because I ran this in a battle against um, an old friend, which was probably one of the closest battles I've ever actually had. I was quite shot by it because I was down to this Pokemon at full health in one Pokemon who I had in the like low yellows. Mm. But a level 86 Togekiss with leftovers, timid nature, high special attack, high speed. It has Thunder Wave to paralyze, Aura Sphere, Dazzling Gleam, and Air Slash. Air Slash Air Slash doesn't sound like a lot because it's a special attacker with a physical attack and move. Mm. But Air Slash has the chance to flinch. Yeah. This Togekiss has the ability Serene Grace, which I believe doubles or triples the chance to make a Pokemon flinch. When I was battling this friend, when we were near the end, he sent out his last Pokemon, which was a Gyarados. And I only just outsped this. I hit it with one Air Slash. It flinched. Next turn, I used Air Slash again. It flinched a second time. And because it flinched twice, the final Air Slash managed to take it down without Togekiss getting hit. That's how powerful Serene Grace is. If I didn't get those flinches, I would have lost that battle. I won that battle because of flinching. This, this team is enough to give any modern-day kid PTSD. Just like Cynthia did to everyone back in 2009 when they first played Diamond and Pearl. Mm. Let's not forget, of course, that Lucario also now is jolly. Yes, it's... it It's nuts. This team is nuts. Especially the fact that Garchomp is like two levels off level 90. Garchomp is the one I had the most trouble with. Mimitic... I actually was doing okay with a team until I came up against that thing. And then between yeah. that and Garchomp, I was like, they're, they're, they're the two big bruisers that she basically, like, it's like she's a hustler in a way. She loads you into the of security, 
and then hits you with an uppercut. Hits you with an uppercut and then the right cross. She's brutal. Nuts. I when I battled her, I the match my first match I had with her was fifty-five minutes long. Forty-two minutes of that, because I timed it. Forty-two minutes of that was taken down the Milo two. I can I've imagine never... you were you were strategizing like crazy knowing you. No, I didn't, because I didn't I never really even thought about them being competitive, because it kinda made sense that the gym leaders might have items. But then when you suddenly see what the Elite Four does to you, you think, that's not normal. That's not a normal video, normal Pokemon AI. That's like a competitive mindset because they like, they predict switchings and go for different moves. But normal games don't do that. In Scarlet and Violet, if you have a Pokemon that they can hit with a super effective attack and you switch into stuff and chaos, they're going to try and attack you with that super effective hit. But they don't do that in Diamond and Pearl. They they expect a switch and go for something else. It's nuts. I I commemorate it and I hope more games are like it in the future. But whether we see that or not in future games, I'm a bit doubtful, to be honest. I think Diamond and Pearl, the Diamond and Pearl remakes are the only time we're truly going to see them put that much competitive thinking into the Elite Four in other gyms. I guess until we get the black and white remakes. I'm looking so forward to Gen 5 remakes, to be fair. It's, it looks like it's going ha- like to happen. At some point. The question is then, where does she rank? This is out of five, isn't it, if I remember correctly? Correct. Five out of five, then. Absolutely. There from a competitive team with a competitive AI items, EVs, IVs you, you can't fault that, that is a that is a 5 out of 5 team and it, it makes her by far the hardest gym leader gym leader? the hardest champion that they've ever given you in Pokemon easily the hardest even back when it was on the old games in the items in mindset, AI mindset wasn't a thing. Back then, she was still a hard Elite Four champion. So, yeah, five out of five for me. But, Carrie, um, if you were going to give Cynthia a grade out of five, what would you choose? Probably four. Still a high grade, though. Is there a reason that you that you are giving her that last point out it gave or Um no, being honest, I never quite got to the end of Brilliant Diamond. And back in the day, I do really only remember struggling on Spirit Tomb because the idea of a Pokemon having nothing super effective against it was still pretty wild to me. That's that that's a good point actually. That Alex didn't make there. I don't know if it's because um forgot because it can happen quite easily, but a Pokemon which is nothing is super effective against. I believe Sableye is also in the same category. There's still there's still not many of them though. There's still not many of them, that's a great point. I, th- 
Yeah, they were. I think fairy type is literally the only thing that is super effective on Spirit Tomb and Sableye, which is kind of mind-boggling, to be fair. Hmm. Good shout, kids. Yes, nut size. Um, I'm going to go for four and a half. Um, it's as near the perfection as possible. I'm not saying perfect because, end of the day, if she was perfect, you'd lose her. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. But um, it's certainly the bigger challenge. We, I can't think for all of us, but I think we're all in the same sort of boat. Actually, a tough competition for sure. So, should we move on to Gen Five, Alex? Yeah, sure. Do you want me to take this row? Because do you want me to take this one? Because Gen Five, I'm a bit more knowledgeable with as well. I think we more than have. I can't be okay, but I'm sure I'm happy to let you keep talking, Alex. Kerry? Yeah, yeah, sure. I think Kerry should take Gen 6, as that's one of her favourites. Plus, I can't stand Diane for her. I think she sucks. Okay, so Gen 5. Yeah. Arguably, one. Gen, Gen 5 is a funny one. I think it's a great story, great game. I think the problem is, not in the second one, but the first one, they had a completely... There was no Pokemon coming back. Gen 5 had 151 brand new Pokemon. Everything in Gen 5 was new. There was no Pikachu. There was... No Charizard, no Rayquaza, nothing. It was just Gen 5, brand new Pokemon. And the storytelling was great. It had a lot of unnecessary unnecessary things like triple battles and rotations, which were fun at first, but when you look at double battles in that, they're really not needed, and I understand why they left. There's one... There's one thing to bring up, though. Gen 5, because Black and White 2 is actually a sequel rather than a reimagining, like Emerald in Platinum and the likes of. Yeah. There's two different gym... There's two different... I keep saying gym leaders. There's two different Elite Four champions. In the first game, we have the champion called Older. And clearly his older age is getting to him because his team absolutely sucks. He has... To put this in an example, I'll do types first. He has a normal type and a dragon type. They're pretty good. He has three bug types and one ice type. Arguably the weakest types in the game. True, but by um, the same token, if you're a good trainer, you can make it work for you. He has... I don't even know how to pronounce the first one. Like an Aesilagore? Um, yeah, which is a fast physical hitting bug type. He has Bufalant, which is one of my favourite, like, bull-type Pokemon, because it's a bull with a massive afro. <laughs> that thing's quite deadly. 
he has Drudagon, which is weird, but it's a decent dragon type. It has Outrage, it has rough skin, so it's alright. Drudagon always gives me Loki Power Rangers vibes just because of the way it looks. Yeah, he he does. I I feel like he should have been one colour, really. Like, the, the red head just stands out a bit too much from the rest of it. But yeah, I look at Drodagon and all I can think of is Power Rangers or for some bizarro world reason Duplo blocks. Because he's kind of blocky too. That Sorry, he that, has. Yeah, get a point, Kiri, for sure. Absolutely. He has Vanillux, which is the ice cream Pokemon, and it has Ice Body, but it oh, doesn't shit. have. It doesn't have Hail, so it can't use Ice Body. He has good point. Ex Excalibur, ex ex something something something, which is a bug and steel type. Which means if you started with, if you started with Embor like I did, that thing is absolutely fucked. And lastly, arguably the best bug Pokemon to ever exist, if you don't count Genesect, Volcarona. Yeah, which is a fire and bug type. Has flame body and some decent, some decent cover like Quiver Dance to boost its stats. So the Volcarona's all right. So's the Drudagon and the Buffalan. But the two extra bugs in the ice type just doesn't. Well, I don't know. It doesn't feel necessary when you look at other things that were in this game. Like, this game introduced Electros, it introduced Hydreigon, Haxorus. Even the starters are great, but his team just feels... It feels like a Jita team, where it's just deliberately badly made to make it easier. Yeah, you mean that side of things, but... I say I'm, I dare say that I could lose quite easily to that. <laughs> I'm I've not always been the, the best when it comes to uh, to battling. Sometimes, so I, I can see know. that I would. You're alright. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But um, I mean, if you've got a, a good team, as you say, then you can make quite quick work of that. But I think the um, I believe on Cerebi it actually says that it's quite an eclectic team. So it's quite an eclectic team, which um, yeah, um, it's an option I'd pick personally. I think we should rank that one quickly, just. That team. While we're here, before that, moving on to the next one. Okay, that team with older. Uh, two out of five. If you've got the right Pokemon, then that team is getting taken down quickly. Like when I when I faced him, I started this game with Embor, and I also had Victini because if you pre-ordered this game. There was the Victini event, which was a fire and psychic type. Yeah. So between Victini, Zekrom, and Embor, that you all had at this point, because you completed the game before you got to fight the champion in this game. 
you you were set. Yeah. <laughs> he went down quickly. He's a lot like Jeter, actually, because if you did have Skilladurge, for example, Jeter went down pretty quickly. Same with this guy. If you have a fire type, he goes down pretty quickly. What would you give it? I would go... I'll go two and a half. Volcarona is great. Buffalan is incredible. I love Buffalan. It's probably one of my favorite Gen 5s. It's... It's a heavy-hitting bull with an afro. But two out of five is all I can really rate it, because there's too many bugs. There's a nice type with an ability it can't use. And there's a dragon type which gets outperformed by two other dragons in this region. Fair enough. Um, Kez, when would you, what would you give this team? Probably in the same vein, I'm gonna go two and a half. And that's largely because it has Power Rangers, Dragon, and Volcarona. Those are two Pokemon I like. So I've been slightly educated about Power Rangers recently, and it's kind of just reaffirmed my bias <laughs> that Dragon looks like a Power Rangers villain. I will absolutely take the take the full blame for that, Kerry. As well, absolutely full blame for that. I never said it was a bad thing. <laughs> right, I'm just going to quick look through and see what level um, learns higher that. Because it might not actually learn it by that time. You never know. Doesn't say what level it learned it at, unfortunately. What are you looking for? I'm looking to see what, what level um, it would learn how that. <laughs> it may not have learned it by that point. I mean, you tend to learn hail pretty quick, like early on, price types. Yeah. So the mm. fact it has that ability and can't learn hail is. that's. That's some piss poor planning. Hmm. I mean, it may have had hail and they decided to forget it. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, it's an old one for sure. Um, can it actually learn hail? That's my question. Uh, yeah, I've looked through a list. It can learn hail, but. What a bizarre choice. Hmm. Another thing as well, which which I don't know if I, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but. It can, they can hold items, and they don't hold items. Good choices, question mark. Yeah, it's an odd, that's an odd one for sure. Okay. okay, so, that's the first champion of the game. Alex? Now we go on to the second one. Yeah. So, in Black and White 2, which was a better game, Black and White 2 was obviously the last game of the DS for Pokemon, so they really made... They really went all out. Like, you could go out and catch N's Pokemon, they added the National Decks, they had a battle mansion at the end, where you could fight every gym leader and every champion from every other region. 
obviously they were done in teams of three as all um, battle mansions have been but they had the same competitive movesets and everyone was capped to level 50 so they were hard battles yeah but one thing that Gen 5 had that well Pokemon Black White Black and White 2 had that I so wish they kept in future games is they had something called challenge mode which is effectively what um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are it's increased difficulty harder AI competitive movesets and items so Iris who is the champion of this game he has a cool dragon team sort of she's a dragon type trainer and her team for the vast majority is dragons but anyway I'll read this out so we have a hydragon which is obviously the pseudo of um, gen 5 dragon and dart type it doesn't evolve to level 64 it was nuts I had one on my team and I didn't think it was going to evolve I thought I missed something and then it evolved after the battle with Gestus. And I was like, you could have evolved like for yeah. that battle, but you didn't. And you were absolutely useless. Anyway. Hydreigon. Dragon and Dark has the ability Levitate, so it can't be hit by ground type attacks. It has wise glasses to boost its special attack. Has Fire Blast, Focus Blast, Dragon Pulse, and Surf. Then we have Power Ranger Dragon, with sheer force to increase its physical attack, Fire Punch, Thunder Punch, Outrage, and Focus Blast. It also has a Life Orb to increase its power, physical power, but it loses a little bit of HP every turn. I say, we have an- having those having those two punches in there gives it so much variety when it comes to uh, the types that have up against as well. We have an Archipops, which is a um, rock and flying type. It has Endeavor for dealing mega damage right as it's at low health, Dragon Claw, and Stone Edge. The kicker with this one, though, is it has Acrobatics, which deals massive damage if you're not holding an item. It also has a flying gem. So once it uses Acrobatics, it uses up the flying gem to boost the flying damage but then it's got no item so it boosts it even more Stone then... one hell of a one, one hell of a, uh, a tough one as well because obviously it's a uh, it's a rock type move and you don't get a lot of them with flying we then got my favourite gen 3 Pokemon Agron I love this Pokemon a bit, which has ro- which has a Rockhead ability and a Muscle Band to boost attack. It has Earthquake, Double Edge, Head Smash, and Autonomize. Which, if I if I'm completely honest, Autonomize isn't in the games anymore. If I'm thinking correctly, and I have no idea what it does. That is correct. I'm not sure it does either. Did you also know they've taken Scold out of the games? No. Oh, I know. Only Volcanion can learn it. Scold is brutal. And they 
took it away from water types. Annoying. annoying. That aggravates me, that does. He, she also has a Lapras with water absorbed. Same ability as my Clodsai, which you love so much when you tried to hit me with a water type attack. It has Hydro Pump, Blizzard, Thunder, and Sing. It also has a wide lens to boost its accuracy by 10%. So, to, because obviously those are all low accuracy moves, but with the wide lens, it just makes it a little bit more accurate. That thunders and thunders, I think, about 70. That's not too bad, yeah, true. But I've, I've always been the kind of person who takes flamethrower over fire blast because it's less power, but it's I take 100% over 75% chance to hit, yeah, of course. And lastly, we have a Haxorus, it has a focus sash, so it can't be one shot. It also has Dragon Dance to boost its speed and attack. So it can get off a Dragon Dance, you hit it, knock it to 1 HP with your Ice Type or Dragon Type attack. But because it's Dragon Danced, it has higher attack and it outspeeds you. To top this off, it has Earthquake, X Scissor, and Outrage. Yeah, Outrage is. If if they get in, if it's art, if outrage kicks in properly, then you're screwed. Oh yeah, though outrage does confuse you at the end, so it's kind of a gamble anyway. Because obviously you boost your attack, you're on one HP, and then you get three solid hits. But if they got more than three Pokemon, outrage is a bit risky, really. I guess. I guess. I mean, Agron is the one that my eye gets drawn to straight away. Something about the something about the way he looks. When I was playing through Diamond and Pearl for the second time, I decided to re I decided to do the um gym challenge where you redo the elite where you redo the gyms and they're in their high sixties and seventies. Mm. When I fought the steel guy, I lost to an aggron that he had. This Agron only has one move, Head Smash, and it's a Jolly Nature with high sp- with max speed, max attack. That doesn't sound too bad, but then it turns out it has a Choice Scarf. It outsped basically everything on my team, including a Weavile that I had, which is faster than Garchomp. Head Smash made me lose the match. It was nuts. Agron is looks, defense, it has a mega evolution. Rip, I miss megas. Agron is my favorite Pokemon Gen 3, and I love it to bits. And it terrifies me whenever I see one on the field against me. Even if it does like against fighting type attacks. So I guess the question is then, where does this team rank? I'm aware that um, Iris has another team. I would rank this team a four. It's good, it's strong, it has items, it has decent movesets. It's just, there's too many of the same types. It's a bit like Elder's team. 
if you have the right Pokemon, you can steamroller this for the most part. Yeah. But if you're not prepared, if you're not prepared for this and don't have the right kind of Pokemon, that's a heavy team to deal with. It's quite well balanced, isn't it? Kerry, you've um you've you've been through this team, obviously, before. Um where does this team rank for you? Can you say it one more time, sorry. I haven't played black and white too. Have you not? I have not. Oh it's I- it it's on my list. I don't know why, just something about the game never appealed to me when it came out. Okay. So... That's fair. Did you want to uh, rank the team based on what you've heard though? I would like to, because then there's no gaps in the thing. <laughs> and that means I was unfairly scored. Okay. So what, what I say you- that. Um... Piggybacking off a point Alex made about there being too many of the same types, I think I'm going to go with 3.5. Because there are some solid Pokemon in there. And once again, Power Ranger Villain Dragon. But, you know, Agron's fantastic and Lapras. Way back in Gen 1, Lapras was your brick wall if you couldn't get hold of a Snorlax. What I always, what I love so much about Lapras is, Lapras is literally called the trans, literally the transport Pokemon, but you have yeah. to teach it surf. That is amusing. There is something nice though. One of the first Pokedex entries for Lapras was that it was hunted near to extinction, but now the Pokedex entry says something along the lines of it's no longer a threatened species, thanks to the actions of the people. That's nice. I think everyone knows. I, I think everybody likes Lapras, though. She, she, I, 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 always, I, always get, I always get a female one somehow. And she's just, she's got that side eye, hasn't she? Look at the, the picture we've got on, in a chat. It just looks like you're just staring ahead, sort of thing. But you see it on just like a little side eye, like, look at you, sailor. I mean, let me just have like war flashbacks to first gen elite four and Lorelei's Lapras and body slam. That would and do the it, ridiculously yeah. high paralysis rates. A lovely gif of Lapras. Yes. We'll argue about another time, Alex, it's fine. Does this mean when when you eventually pass away and you're dr- Walk up to heaven, you'll be like, Alright, Jod. Geoff. Hello, oh, Geoff. Oh, I'm going to hell in a handbasket. It's all good. Oh, same It'll be fun. Mm, we'll go see Russell put... Howard in hell. I'll save you a seat. Yes, yeah, all good. Um, yes, you're a star. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, to, to complete this team, I, I, I'm on a similar sort of, of footing with you guys. Um, knowing that this team get there's a team down the road from this one still uh, a three and a half it, it is weird in a champion team so one type heavy yeah. with a champion usually has a balanced team 
But there is literally dragon, 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 Lapras. Basically. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it's not like they tried to when they tried to pass Shuckle off as a dragon type, is it? This is a point. Apparently, it's my go now to talk. Um, indeed, Kerry. Okay. Well, if you've been listening to our Pokemon series for a long time, you'll know Alex adores Diantha. Like a hole in the head. I made with my boots. No, honey, buddy, schmumpkins. My brother in Christ, please. (laughs) (laughs) What is the Pokemon called that in the game? Just eat your dinner. Hi, Chris. What have you got for dinner? Cold pizza. Get on. Good choice. Dinner of kings. Anyway, Kerry, you were saying... Thing. I got distracted by Alex flirting with your almost husband. <laughs> oh, good. If you'd like to continue, please, Kerry. <clears throat> Okay, like I was saying. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying not to choke to death on a skittle now. Yeah. Alex, Alex loves stamp like most people love a hole in the head. He does nothing but shit all over this champion. And I can see your. Sh- Alex has changed his Zoom name to Diamphorus Shit. Yeah, well, it matches your grin. Just sat there with his shit eating grown on. <laughs> I personally like Diantha. And I'm gonna be honest, not necessarily from a battle standpoint, although I do like a lot of her Pokemon. I like her room and her theme. It's not really a champion theme, but it's pretty, and I like pretty things. But that's not really what we're here to talk about. <coughs> I'll be honest, as much as I like Diantha, her team is piss poor she's got I'm going to pronounce half of these wrong she's got Holucha mm-hmm. which I like when you come across them with Scarlet and Violet and they scream and try and chase you she's got the a man I love him mm. she's got a Tyrantrum which they're pretty cool to be fair Aurorus which, for some bizarre reason, is probably like in my top 30 of favourite Pokemon just because it's blue and pretty. <laughs> the weird spooky pumpkin one. Gorgeist? Gorgeist, yes. Great. Great presentation. Gudra, which I love Gudra. Jesus fucking Christ. And Big Skirt Gardevoir, aka Mega Gardevoir. Aka Thick Gardevoir. Gardevoir just gets a really good petticoat. That's basically all it is. And she wants the, you to look at her petticoat. And she ha- and she's the only one that's actually got an item as well, which is a Gardevoirite. Mm. Um, it, it's a pretty m- nicely mixed team. I mean, you've got you've got a you fighting and a, a you, could, you could sweep four of them with a Sylveon. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I did that. It is quite true. I will say it, her team is badly balanced. On Being realistic, Alex, could you go into the Diantha fight and just completely sweep her without breaking her sweat? If I remember correctly, I had a Chestnut, a Tyrantrum, <laughs> a Gardevoir, a Charizard, a Lucario, and a Talonflame, I think. And, yeah, swept her. Her team's alright, but I really just... The second rock type is not ideal, and Gorgeist could be bet. You could replace Gorgeist as well. Lucha, Tyrantrum, and Gardevoir, and I guess Scoodra is okay, are the main ones. They're alright, but it's just the way they play them and yeah so the way they play them as a gen 6 was when the games because i'm sure you would have remembered carrie as well mm. gen 6 was where it suddenly felt really easy it was very hand-holding pokemon didn't it yeah mm. it started holding your hand i believe that's when it started telling you moves were super effective and things like that which I desperately wish there was an option to turn it off. Because it just makes it feel a bit mindless after a while. The game is basically telling you what to do for the entire thing. Mm. But I remember X and Y were revolutionary in a lot of ways. Do you remember seeing the cutscene for the Legendary for the first time? And seeing like all the 3D camera movements that wasn't pixelated as all hell. Yeah, and it, had, it gave us Mega Revolution, which... Yeah is to this day one of the coolest things ever even if i think that was half the reason the game felt easier it also gave us one of the easiest egg hatching hacks just stick a coin under your ds joystick and just circle the eiffel tower thing for hours and hours and hours hmm. you're probably not supposed to do that but come on most people did a lot of people did similar sort of things with video games over time i remember um Having to try and get the achievement on GTA for um, completing a side quest where you had to run five miles in the desert. Christ. So I set my character to, to do that, um, put my joystick in a position so he would run, and when I had a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Came back and he'd been mauled by a cougar. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Come back and it's just like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, he got. But I think there's no cougars, obviously, in, in this one, obviously. But um, it, yes, people can be very creative when they want to do things like that. So. Looking through, no, Alex may hate the, the woman in question, but looking at the team, Alex, the moves that, there's a lot of dragon pulsing in here still. You got dragon pulse, you got dragon claw. Um, I've got to make Gudra look like they've got a lot of, they've got muddy water, which is the bane of my existence. 
because Gouda's not a water type, is she? No, I don't believe so. That can make it much stranger than it was meant to. Nope, they're pure dragon. But they can. But they've got. But they've got water moves. They've got fire moves, and they've got dragon moves. And I believe Focus Blast is a normal type move. Fighting. Fighting. So, in terms of, of moves, they, they're quite good for an all-rounder sort of team. But most of, in fact, Gardevoir, um, Thunderbolt, and let's face it, Moonbeam. Um, again, again, some of these have got some great moves in here. It makes you wonder then why it doesn't work quite so well. Um, so this is, seems like the they've got they've there's just something missing a little bit. As you say, you can you can you can one shot four of them with a Sylveon. Sylveon's not particularly strong. Mm. They're adorable, but they're not strong. They remind me of what happens when a cat gets tangled up in tinsel at Christmas. Just it, it's a cat covered in ribbons, and you know, you know how Evie is based on the Fennec Fox, yeah? Yeah. You, it's actually legal to own one in the United Kingdom. It is. I'm like, no, don't tell Kerry that she'll start adopting one. Ah, uh, alas, I don't think I'm in the right place to own one. They seem like they need a lot of space and be expensive to keep. We. Whee! Start bouncing around all over the place, sort of thing. <laughs> I can also see, so I can also see somebody not being particularly pleased about 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 a fox coming to the house. I don't yeah. mean, I don't mean your father. Well, I'd come home and I'd probably find half of it hanging out of Izzy's mouth, the other half on the way to our digestive system. <laughs> She's a sight hound. They've got a high prey drive. They will eat anything smaller than them. And I'll come in and she'll be like, look, look, I kill. <laughs> have you seen how viciously that dog mauls her toys? Yeah, I've, I have seen the pictures, yes. I saw her opening her crypt as well. You don't know true pain until she's taken her huge tug of war rope and cracked you around the ankles with it. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> have you experienced that pain yet, Alex? Which one? Being twatted by Izzy's tug of war rope. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely is a technical term. And how you can f- and how you can feel your bones shatter upon impact. On <laughs> on that subject, have you ever had that with your with your pup Cody, Chris? Um, the dogs and he is he is three quarter husky, isn't he? So bless him. So you've been beaten up by a Lurtro, you don't know pain. <coughs> Doesn't seem Izzy was raised with two chihuahuas, so in her mind she's like a seven pound dog. The reality is she's a fifty-five pound dog. So she'll jump on your chest, your stomach, she'll punch you in the crotch accidentally, she'll headbutt you. And it's all done out of love. She bit my toe the other day. Oh bless her. <laughs> I don't know why, but she bit my toe. I'm like Ow, my dude, why? This is very true. 
So what we're getting from this is Izzy's a better champion than Diantha. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Alright, let's quickly give our rankings for Izzy as a champion. Alex, what do you score her? 67.249% of a million out of 10. Okay. I would take that as a 5 out of 5. Basically. No, 67 out of 5 minimum. Okay. Well, you, well I, I, I'm more than happy to agree with you guys because, you know, I can echo what you guys can I go what you guys have said about this one I haven't faced this one personally um I have <laughs> looked at YouTubes so I have seen what but I haven't faced it myself um yeah I um I like I like the fact of because I actually did um retrieve some information it actually says that yeah, I quote, having really met her in a cafe in Lum- Lumios City. Uh, so, for, okay, so she's in a cafe, not actually doing her job, okay. Nope. She's the Pokemon <laughs> League champion and the toughest trainer in all of Kalos. Really? Apparently um, so. She will always leave Gardevoir last as it will always mega evolve. Hmm. Oh, another fond memory I have about Diantha is Alex getting upset about the anime. Because to my recollection, Diantha won a few more matches than she should have. She beat Lance in the anime, in like in the final I mean, series, where series. Okay, I'll put my hand up for that. Lance is a pure dragon type. Diantha's got a lot of fairy and dragon going on. She has a good chance of winning for that one. But it, it make, it makes me happy because in the next episode. She faces Leon. He loses his first Pokemon and completely obliterates her entire team by the end of that with his second one. So where does your hatred for Diantha actually come from? I think it's after... Because obviously I started properly. I, I technically started with Ruby, which obviously I was like... Shut the up, champ- Izzy! The champion is speaking. <laughs> I started with Ruby, but I was really young at that point, so Ruby was really difficult. And I never actually finished it, so I don't count it. I then, obviously, you got me Pearl, so I would have been about 10 years old, 11, when that came out? 10. I'd have been about 10. I had to get him started. So I was 10. So you can imagine what a 10 year old face in Cynthia for the first time was like that was terrifying I was not ready for that kind of commitment yet and then obviously I played can, yeah, God's fucking dog and then obviously I played um, Gen 5 and Gestus yeah he was a challenge I actually lost to him twice so to lose to Cynthia multiple times, then to move on to Gen 5 and lose to Gestus multiple times, and then to fight Diantha and absolutely crush her without losing a Pokemon. It just... I was disappointed, basically. Because Diantha gets typed up throughout the game, and then turns out to be probably one of the easiest in the entire game. 
The third what? gym leader was the hardest. Oh, yes. With, um, she had, I believe she had Metatai, Machoke, and Halucha. Halucha is terrifying. If you properly, yes. I mean, I do sort of get your hatred for Danfra. At least, you know, it's not quite as bizarre as my hatred for Hot. But, um, I said, I said, not quite as bizarre as my hatred for Hot. I will say that I did come around a little bit more. Um, Nick, when you realised your opinion on Hot was wrong. Christopher, stay out of this. <laughs> I mean, I have something of a hatred for Lily. I just think she's pathetic and really annoying. <laughs> well, Sun and Moon. It's not irrational hatred for Hot. He's way too happy. Let's not forget, of course, that in a, in a, end up being a homewrecker to him as the, I, as the player. I mean, for a game that's supposedly based on England, he is far too happy. I will give him that. We are a miserable bunch. Way, way too and happy. Don't use the word, and he don't use the word cunt enough. Because we're British. <laughs> it, the game must be based in, like, Clacton, where people are <laughs> scared of that word. I mean, I thought the massive red brick city was supposed to be based on, like, Manchester, from what I read. I forget what it's called, it's like the first big place you go to, right next to the wild area. I love... Not Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield, apart from the wild area, which is really, like, downgraded in graphics. The cities are beautiful in that game. To be fair, though, that was the prelude to what would actually come forward with... Scarlet and Violet, of course, being completely open world. So, they, 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 that's what that grew into, of course. So. I hope they keep the open world idea for the next few games. Yeah, and it will. It, it works. There's tweaks needing for sure, but you know, it's in the right sort of way. Please fix terror raids. They are very annoying when you're doing really well, and then it takes 45 seconds for everyone's games to sync up while the timer is still running. Yeah, that's the problem. The timer, the timer running while people are still syncing. Yeah, that's that needs fixing. Hopefully, I'll do that. So, question: So, we need to rank this team. Alex, I would, I won't, I won't be unfair. I will give it a three out of five. It has good Pokemon. Mega Gardevoir is threatening. Especially with Pixelate, because that turns normal type normal type moves to fairy type. And if you've ever used a calm minded Gardevoir with a fairy type hyper beam, not a lot survives that. Gudra has good special defense, but that's all Gudra has going for it. I don't know if you know this, but you know Legends of Arceus has um like ancient Pokemon in it? It's got the Gudra it's the ancient Gudra snail in that shell. One. Yeah. That Gudra is Dragon and Steel. That's pretty cool. That's that is nice. cool. It's literally the type. It's literally the type Gudra needed. Um, Tyrantrum's great. Strongjaw is great, and Halucha is terrifying. But Aurorus is unnecessary when you've already got Tyrantrum. Gorgeist is meh, and realistically, Gudra can be replaced because Gudra sucks. It's got a good special defense, but that's all that's going for it. Yeah. It's good Pokemon, it's just utilized poorly, and the game is way too handholdy. And Mega Evolution really 
does take the difficulty out of it. As much as I love Mega Evolution, it just it destroys any difficulty games have. So three out of five, I'll go. I'll be fair. Really? <sighs> I too should probably be fair and not let my bias if I love her aesthetic get in the way of judging her actual team. I'm gonna give that bitch three and a half. I <laughs> I like Aurorus. I'm just gonna say it. It makes a pretty noise when you send it into battle. This is unfortunately what I judge a lot of Pokemon that end up on my team are. Do I think they are cute? Yes. This is why I don't do competitive battling. I'm one of those people who's just like, this Pokemon's cute, I want it. This is why I cannot do competitive, like Alex. You can you can you can really compare the battle with, with cute Pokemon. Oh. Guarantee someone can someone can do that, Kerry. I mean, maybe. The team isn't terrible, but it's also not great. Mega Gardevoir with Pixelate is good. But aside from that, there's not really anything that stands out about it or makes it like fantastic. Well, that's more than fair. Um, as I although I haven't faced faced Diana, I actually I've, I've seen and I've also taken on board your comments. Um, and I will go three out of five as well because that's fair to give a rating. Um, based on what you guys said, Alex's current screen name, um, I definitely don't think we can. I can give her a high score. Really. So, Alex, you're the you're kind of the expert on this. How would they fix her team? Oh, Gen Gen Six is up. I can hardly remember what was in Gen Six. All right, uh, use all the Pokemon I up to date. It's a modern remake or something. Okay, give me a second. Let me open up Cerebi quick. I mean, I think you've got to leave Gardevoir in there because you've you both sung her praises. I'm just going to use Gen 6 as Pokedex because she has an all Gen 6 team, so I think it's only fair you keep an all Gen 6 team. Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay, let's see. I would replace. I. Let's see. I would replace. Gorgeist with Agaslash. Because choice. that thing is brutal. Mm. And I love Agaslash. It's. I think Agaslash is my favorite Gen Six Pokemon. Okay. I would replace, and I would replace Gudra with Noivern. As Matt found out in our battle the other day, Noivern can be pretty threatening. Yes. And what's left? Aurorus. Aurorus, what would we replace Aurorus with? Let's see, Ice and Rock. I'm trying to replace it with the same types, but if I would go... which If we were replacing it with the same types, 
I would probably go with like Barbarnacle. But if I want if I was using my head to replace it, I would replace it with Talonflame. Love Talonflame. Actually, let's go Pyro, because she doesn't have a fire type. So I yeah. would with and with Agaslash on the team and Anoiva and yeah. Either Pyro or Talonflame, I would replace Morris with. So I would go Halucha, Tyrantrum, Talonflame, Agaslash, Noivern, and Gardevoir. Talonflame is part of my team, one of my favourite teams on Scarlet. Um, and it one fire attack now <laughs> because as I'm leveling up, very few fire attacks has got about your fire type. Well, yeah, it gets Brave Bird, and Brave Bird is more than enough to destroy someone. Usually, yeah, absolutely. Right. It's my talent flame that helped me beat Larry in the end. <laughs> Good old Jacques. My talent flame is always called Jacques. Why do you call him that? I don't know. <laughs> um, I caught one in X and Y and I called it Jacques. And I think I was watching an old Jontron video at the time because he had like a bird and it was called Jacques. And I was just like, yep, that works. I don't actually know if Jacques's still alive at this point, but I haven't watched his content in a long time. Dark, 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 dark. <laughs> hey, unfortunately, animals die. Tis the way of life. This is also true. Circle of life, circle of death. Very true. So, that completes 4 through 6. Uh, in two <laughs> weeks' time, we'll be, round, be looking at 7 through 9, which means we'll be, we'll be touching on um, someone who really should be looking at his brother rather than more more his brother's best friend um, in my personal opinion um, and a girl who really 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 needs to take her ADHD medication <laughs> if, you know, if you know what I mean she does need to, somebody needs to get her some Ritalin for sure <laughs> yeah put down the prime energy drinks love I thought we were talking about um oh what's her face who needs to lay off the bloody hair products looks like her hair's exploded oh, I, always never... thought that, I always thought that was a lack of hair washing the way it like sticks <laughs> up in like it, oh god I hate I hate Gita I don't know if it's Gita or Gita I've always called her Gita I don't know why, but I just... Come on. I prefer Who Sheeta. Does... Very good. I, I'm referring to Nimona. <laughs> oh, we know. Nimona is awesome. Nimona she does is... need her Ritalin, though. She's way too yes, excitable. She's, she's Sandwich she... boy for the win on the rivals, but, you know. She's, she is incredibly, incredibly um, good. 
but my god does she need to just take a chill pill so yeah um, we will be back of course in two weeks time don't forget to check out Chris next week for Chris Talk Game um <laughs> yeah, find that from the man himself. Um, and of course, don't forget to check out um, both the Chris Rackley YouTube channel and also Game Junkie Plays because new stuff is going up there over the next week, few weeks or so. Um, and obviously, check out everything from Dungeons and Junkies. Obviously, we're, we're putting out new stuff all the time at the moment. Alex has just started dropping the start of his new campaign, Hells of Meridian. Um, and myself and Carrie are catching up on our editing slowly but surely. Uh, we, we are we are we are slowly getting through it um of course check out chad stuff dropping and and stuff over on dice and suffering um yeah um we'll be back in two weeks stay safe and uh i'm matt i'm alex i'm carrie and i think you should eat your vegetables <laughs> we're out of here guys don't forget the potatoes hydrate This podcast is a Mass Attack production for Visionaries Global Media.